This is episode 79 of Parenting with the Focused Mindset. Today, we're going to talk about the seven habits of highly effective people, and we're going to focus in on habit three, put first things first. I'm going to talk to you about the importance of being honest with what you chose to do and following through, and we're going to listen to it talk Dr. Trevor Dietrich has to say on this subject. So let's get into it. Welcome to Parenting with the Focused Mindset. I'm your host, Cher Kretz. I'm a school counselor and family mindset coach. I know that raising kids is quite the journey and doesn't always turn out as we planned. Here, we talk about the solution-focused approach. We learn how to celebrate when things are going well and how to deal with the many challenges that families face. Don't forget to hit subscribe, download, follow, so you don't miss any of the family-oriented, solution-focused content that I put out for you right here each and every week. Listening to this podcast will help you be the best version of yourself in your home, and with the people you love. Hello, my friends. Welcome to The Focused Mindset. I am so glad that you joined us here today. I know that you have lots of choices of podcasts that you can listen to. And today we're going to talk about such a very important subject, being true to the decisions that you make and following through and making sure that you're spending your time in the most important places. You know, I always leave very helpful links in the show notes and in the comments below. So make sure that you scroll down and check that out. This month, I am giving you a very special gift, an entire month's worth of lessons that you can share with your family and the kids that you work with on how to develop kindness in your family, how to do that in a solution focused way. I don't want you to miss out on that. So make sure you click on those links. Look for those things because honestly, being a part of the focused mindset community means that I'm always looking for ways to provide for you that you can be more solution focused in your everyday life. Today, we're talking about how habit three works with the solution focused mindset. In order to be solution focused, we do look at the future. And we look at the type of person that we want to be. Who do you want to be in your future? Who do you want to become? It's more than just developing who you, your goals, and then what are my goals for the future? It's who do you want to become? You are becoming somebody each and every day that you walk on this earth. So who do you want to become? Well, where you spend your time helps to develop that exact thing. So when we're putting first things, when we're putting first things first, we're looking at where we're spending our time and then spending our time in the most important places. Now, what eats up your time? I know in our day, sometimes the urgent things just come up and we just have to feel like we're doing what we've got to do. Has an entire day ever gone by where you're like, where did all my time go? I know I did important things, but did I do anything that I actually decided to do? Did I miss out on opportunities to spend quality time with my kids because of the busyness of life? 
Did I miss out on important moments with my family because I was sidetracked? It happens to all of us, but this is a moment where you can sit back and think about your time. I know that if you plan out each and every moment, it just seems like a failure at the end of the day because there's urgent things that do come up that take us away from the important things. But that doesn't mean that we should just completely throw away our schedule. In fact, it means that we should revisit our schedule and see what does work for us because it is so important for us to do those urgent uh, things and the important things in each and every day. The urgent is going to call our name, but the urgent and important things get lost. I guess what I think of is like, it is urgent that we teach our children the skills that they need to learn, but unfortunately it can get shuffled to the back of the, the back of our mind when the things are happening all day long, but we need to look at that as just as important, just as urgent as a crisis that might happen. It, we need to kind of tell our mind, you know what? We need to reevaluate what we're looking at as important because if not, we'll never get to those things. I know how important it is to spend time listening to my child and in order to do that, I need to stop all of the other distractions and give my attention to my child when she talks. You need to do the same thing. If your child's very young, I know that sometimes they're saying the same things over and over, or they're rambling about something that sometimes doesn't even seem to make sense. Listen to them. Give them your undivided attention. As your child gets older, they might start talking to you about something that happened and you find yourself glazing over because it's uh, just something that happened to them on the playground or on a video game or just how important their Minecraft is and the little avatar that they're making. doesn't matter if it's important to you. It matters that it's important to them. Stop. Live in that moment. I was thinking about this very, uh, this, this very habit of habit three today as I was driving home, because I was remembering that later when we listen to Trevor Dietrich, Dr. Trevor Dietrich speak on this, he talks about how we can use the moments in the car as planned times. And I thought, you know, the time I spend in the car with my children, it's more than probably some people do because we commute into where I work. And that's also the school district that I chose to put my children in. So it's not our home district. We have a good, I don't know, in traffic, it could be up to 30 minute drive, at least 15 minutes one way as I drive her to school and then I drive her home. That's not to mention the time in the car that we spend when we go to volleyball. So I thought a lot of that time I spend proactively and on purpose listening, listening to what my daughter has to say, because that tends to be the time that she'll open up about what's going on with her friends, what's going on in her heart, the things that she's learning, the things that she's doing in school to be proactive for herself. And today I was remembering in my mind, oh, this is one of those moments as my daughter spoke about her next pet that she's hoping to get. Now, let's see, see, way back uh, in 
2009, the end of 2019, it was all about birds. She was thinking that she could definitely talk me into getting a bird. She did not. And then recently in her environmental science class, they got a pet bunny. So for a while I was hearing a lot about bunnies, but today as she got in the car, I heard about a pet that I had not heard before the bearded dragon. Yes, this large and kind of strange looking lizard. She has many different reasons that I heard all about today on why this is going to be the perfect pet. But you know what? I just lived in that moment right there and purposely said, this is putting first things first. My daughter's first priority is to talk to me about this animal. And I am going to step up and listen because that's my priority is to hear everything she has to say. And I loved listening to her talk about it. And apparently she is going to be taking care of a bearded dragon in environmental science. And they're going to be learning about how to take care of lizards. And you know what? I think I'm going to be learning a lot about that too. Why? Because it's going to be my priority. It's going to be putting first things first. If she chooses to talk about that, that's what I'm going to be listening to. Now, it could be that I might be tempted to turn on the radio, turn on a podcast, turn on social media. You know what? Your child grows up. Your child grows up so fast. When you give them those moments, you're also giving yourself precious memories that you can never get back. So I urge you to use your time with your child wisely. I also want to talk to you about a few questions that you can ask yourself when you're going about your day. Periodically stop and ask, why am I here? Ask yourself, how long have I been doing this activity? And what is the consequence of me continuing to stay right here? If you get yourself caught up with Facebook, for instance, pause and say, why am I here? How long have I been doing this activity? And what is the consequence of me continuing to do this activity? Remember that we've talked many times in our solution-focused practice about how when you're saying yes to one thing, you're saying no to something else. By saying yes to something, what are you saying no to? You're, you might be saying no to a very important planning moment by saying yes to your Facebook, for instance. So it's not to say that you should never be on your Facebook, but put first things first. How much time do you want to spend on Facebook? Decide beforehand and then hold yourself to that. You see, you are in control of your day of your time. So choose how you're going to spend that time and then be absolutely true to what you promised yourself. If you tell yourself, you know what? I want my social media time to be a certain amount of time. Let's say a half hour, then choose to stay within that time. Don't let yourself get caught up in looking at people's stories or, oh, wow, maybe I need to look at some reels and I need to get into that for a while. 
that will just suck your time away, guys. I think the biggest time sucker of our generation is social media. And it's because we don't choose to put first things first. We choose to let that time slip away. Now, Mel Robbins has said quite many times in her social media, look it up. And she talks about how sometimes social media and time on our devices is actually a way for us to just let go of stress. I know that I never looked at it like that until she had said that on a couple of different posts. And I feel as though it's true that sometimes we relieve stress by just letting ourselves get caught up with looking at our phone and the things that we might uh, find important, but it's not really that. We're just kind of saying, ah, I have too much going on. Rather than doing all that, I'm going to choose this. But I'm going to go back to what I just said by saying yes to spending an hour scrolling on mindless social media. What are you saying no to? You might be saying no to yourself because disguised in spending some time with your device and just giving yourself some time, you're actually not giving yourself the type of time that you really need to recharge. The type of thing that you need to do is visit your priorities, visit your affirmations, maybe some mindfulness, be very proactive and also deliberate about the things that you spend your time with, because it's what defines you. It ends up being who you are. Now, especially in doing a business, I need to spend some time posting and making posts and making videos for you guys, making videos for my school, making videos for the kids in my kids' YouTube channel. I call it Kretz for Kids. Um, and also sometimes making TikToks. But the trick is, is that I plan the time that I spend on that. I don't let that time plan me. I need to be so careful about spending too much time looking at these type of things because hours and hours go by. And that could have been time that I spent doing something that is so much more important to me. Exercise has become so important to me. So I plan that in my day first. Because I know that it's going to make me feel better. It's going to make me uh, invigorated. It's going to give me exactly what I need to get through my day. I know that I find it extremely value, valuable to take care of my own health. So in order to make sure that that doesn't get swept under the rug, it's become something that I plan in first. So as we listen in on what Dr. Trevor Dietrich has to say about putting first things first, habit number three, he's going to talk about some analogies and some ways that we can look at it to make sure that we're doing the things that are important in our life and not sweeping it under the rug. It's so important that we give our time where we know that it needs to be so we can feel like we're fulfilled in our life. So let's listen in 
on what Trevor Dietrich has to say, and then I'll come back on and talk to you guys a little bit about how we can implement that in a solution-focused way as we move about our week. So let's move to the third, the, the third habit. Okay, the third habit, habit three is um, put first things first. Okay, this concludes the private victory leadership about, you know, about myself. So putting first things first is the, is the habit of prioritization, right? Uh, if we've begun with the end in mind, we know who we want to be. Now we need to do it. Uh, so Covey talks a, a, in a number of different ways. First, he talks about a time quadrant where you, you have things that are uh, important and uh, the, the continuum goes to not important and then urgent and the continuum slides to uh, not urgent, right? So there are things in our life and even for kids that are urgent and not important, right? We have to do these things and we call it the whirlwind. Uh, if you're at work, the whirlwind of family life, right? You got kids going to soccer, you got kids going to softball and dance and well, horse. So we hope that can happen again soon. We want that whirlwind to actually. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's been a little boring lately, hasn't it? Um, yeah, but that's, you know, the whirlwind of life. So in those things, there's really not a lot of ways around it, right? But working on your goals, working on the culture of your family, uh, teaching your kids the skills of leadership is important, but it's never urgent, mm. right? And so if you don't specifically put first things first, if you don't plan time in your week to work on your goals, to work on the, the important but not urgent, it won't happen. Right. So he uses an analogy of the big rocks. Right. And you've seen this. It's not exclusively a cubby thing, but you've seen this where there's a, a you have a bowl and it's just full of all these little tiny pebbles. And then on, on these bigger stones, you have important things. Time spent with with loved ones, uh, exercising, uh, working, you know, doing all these different things that are important. And when you try to put them in, you can't fit them all in the bowl. But if you, were to, if you were to start over and take out all the little stones, put the big ones in first, and then pour the, the pebbles over the top, it all fits, right? And that's the analogy he uses for planning your week, right? Which is another of the important, highly effective practices of habit three, uh, begin with the, or sorry, put first things first. And that is to plan your week. The week is the perfect amount of time. Families should do this, should plan their week. Um, it's not so long of a, of a period of time that you could put things off and not get things done. But it's also not so short of a period of time as to cause undue anxiety about the stuff that you have to get done, right? So plan your week. And in doing so, put your big rocks in. Put the important but not urgent things in, right? Family meals. Having, you know, breaking bread with your family daily or at least as many times a week as you can is important and it needs to be scheduled into your week. Um, reviewing your mission statement and, and, and talk, discussing our leadership um, challenges and triumphs for the week, right? That might be an important thing that families can do, uh, it, but it needs to be scheduled. If you don't have it scheduled, that's not your Wednesday night routine or your, or your Tuesday, it's not going to happen. Time in cars can be scheduled for these types of things, right? If you're driving your kids somewhere uh, every week, turn the radio off, turn the devices off, and that can be scheduled time to work on what's important but what's not urgent, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's the idea of, of putting first things first. We, we begin with the end of mind. We know where we're going to go, and now you got to do it. you got to stay true in the moment of choice, which isn't always easy. The biggest thing that I find that parents come to me and talk to me about is the unknown. You know, how can I plan things with so many things being unknown and then frustration because they don't know. And I think 
these first three speak to that because like you said, what you can control is yourself. What you can control is your family and your family culture and the thing, how you speak to yourself and how you plan for your week, whatever that week looks like. And we still have, uh, most parents uh, are looking at normal isn't even going to look the same way. And the kids are still going to be dealing with a whole bunch of brand new things and brand new uh, situations. And even if they do head back to school, it's going to look different, different expectations. And I think these first three can strengthen families to be able to get through these hard times. What do you think? Covey was asked if these habits are uh, just as relevant now as when he first wrote them back in 1989. And, and what his response was, the greater the challenges that we face in life, the more impactful these habits can be. Wow. We're facing challenges right now that are of epic proportion. Like we've never had a pandemic like this. We never school shut down. We've never had so many people unemployed. I mean, these are ch- these are challenges that are of untold uh, proportions. So yeah, these habits now will will be so important as we try to uh, you know usher in a new way of living. Um, it's, it's not just reopening things, right? But it's reopening in, in a new, uh, a new era. I guess one way to look at it would be to try to take the opposite approach and try to argue against it, right? And then you'll start to recognize how impactful these can be. Try to argue that it's better to be reactive than proactive. It's better to talk negatively about things than positive. It's better to spend time worrying about stuff you have no control over than staying in, in the area that you can't control. It's better to just jump in and do something without thinking about where you want to go. It's better to never think about who you want to be and how you want to be remembered. Just live your life day to day. You can't argue against it no. in any circumstance, in any culture, uh, in any time and space. These are universal, timeless principles that you can't, be, can't argue against. I have seen so many parents that have stopped and re-looked at things with a whole new lens because of this uncertainty. And it's caused... I think if parents were able to embrace these seven habits in their family and things like this, that there will be a level of resilience in our families that we've never seen before because of this pandemic, because of these struggles, because they can come out. Some families will come out stronger, you know, and it will be because they implement these types of things. I said never waste a crisis. I just love how Dr. Trevor Dietrich broke that down. He talked about the analogy that's also in the book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, of the rocks. And I say we do that with our family. If we can find some big, clear container, a jar, some big rocks and some sand or some smaller little pebbles, it's such a great visual. I've done this with groups in counseling. In fact, tons of my proactive type groups or my groups that are talking about goal setting. I've even done this in a classroom. And when their, their eyes just go, wow, you fit all of that water in the container. When you first put in the large rocks and then you pour in the sand or the water, it depends on how you're doing this activity. You can look it up. There's lots of different ways to do this type of activity that shows everything we have time for when we choose the most important things and we put those things in our schedule first. So 
I'm so glad that Trevor broke down that analogy for us because we can visualize it, can't we? We can let our mind work in our favor to be able to know, wow, what would happen? What difference would it make? What difference is it going to make in our life when we decide on purpose what's important and then do those things? I hope that each and every one of you are able to be true in your moment of choice. Meaning that you choose each and every moment of your day, but now is the time when it's going to be you that makes those choices, or you're just going to let this moment slip away. You're going to be, well, that was a good idea, but I'm just going to go about my life as I always have. Being proactive in doing this habit of putting first things first starts with being so true to yourself, so honest with yourself, so real with yourself that you finally say, I'm going to do what I set out to do. I am not going to put it aside any longer. I'm going to step forward in such a way that I am going to be proud of how I use my time this day. So I hope that you guys can do that. And remember, I always leave very helpful show notes, very helpful links for you. Some of you might be looking for things that you can do to help your child with resilience, with holding on until the end of each and every one of their tasks. If you are, check out the Big Life Journal link on my website, thefocusedmindset.com, or I'll leave a link in the show notes because there's tons of products that you guys can get today as you're thinking about it to help your child with resilience, goal setting, and holding on to their truths and being honest with themselves and being absolutely deliberate about their decisions. We are becoming the best version of ourselves each and every day as we make choices. I mean, it really is that simple. We try to complicate it and make it all such a big deal, but really, it's all about us choosing that we want to be the best version of ourselves. So I know that you are going, you are going to go out and do that today, and I congratulate you ahead of time. And until next time, keep in touch and take care. <laughs>